We are in Huntley right now in front of Barbecue King Smokehouse, a gorgeous, beautiful smelling place. Carcon Carne presented by the Autobarn Mazda of Evanston, which is a stone's throw and then another stone's throw from where we are right now, 1015 Chicago Avenue in Evanston. This car we're in, gentlemen, is a Mazda 3, rolled off the lot at the Autobarn Mazda. I've never looked back. I love this car. I'm going to ride this car. You know in a cartoon where you ride a car to the end and you, you slam the door and all the pieces just fall apart? That's how long I'm going to ride this car for until <laughs> it just completely falls nice. apart like, like a Flintstones cartoon or something. Uh, yes, Autobarn Mazda of Evanston. Go check it out. Go take a test drive. Ride a Mazda CX-9. I love that. If you're a family person, if you have kids, that's a car you should be riding. Gentlemen, are you ready to eat barbecue and talk about the Chicago Rib Fest? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It's car con All right, so we'll do a quick little roll call here. I, I mentioned we're at Barbecue King in Huntley. Jason, uh, whose surname I cannot pronounce. Smurlo, say it without the Z. Oh, that's easy. Totally easy. Smurlo. Uh, the owner of Barbecue King is in the backseat. Next to him, Brad Ball, spokesperson for Chicago Rib Fest. Chicago Rib Fest happening on 14th through 16th. So weekend after next if you're walking, watching on Facebook Live. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, June 14th, 15th, 16th. Mm-hmm. And this handsome son of a bitch right next to me. Handsome. <laughs> handsome. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's Jason. a reason he's on the radio. <laughs> oh, come <Yeah>. on. Exactly. <laughs> this tall drink of water next to me is Eric. Uh, he is, you've heard him on the air on 101 WKQX for years. Uh, 101 WKQX. Don't forget, picnic tickets still available. 101 WKQX.com. Uh, 101 WKQX on Facebook. Look How's at that? you with that plug. See, I, I've like done you're a professional broadcaster. It's like I've something. done that before. Uh, but Eric's here. <laughs> I figured Eric, uh, actually, uh, one of his identities means he spends a lot of time in this area. I thought, Eric, you should come and eat barbecue with me. Absolutely. And uh, we should uh, dig in because in this backseat right now, Jason has stacked up an immense, an extraordinary amount of smoked meat. So as we talk about Rib Fest, as we talk about Barbecue King, as we talk about this tall drink of water next to me, uh, we're going to eat some amazing food. So, Jason, what do we have? All right. Well, I got you guys some wings because those are for me, and that's about one of the only things I still eat. <laughs> um, so you, don't, you could try those, but you're not getting any of those. So are these are these smoked wings? Are these? Uh, they're smoked, and then we uh, finish them up in the deep fryer and then do our sauces. So everything's smoked. But that's one thing I forgot to mm-hmm. ask while we were inside. I wanted to see where you smoke everything. Is it? I can show you everything. Yeah. Out back. Yeah. Cool. Right out and back. So. Because I'll tell you, walking out of my car, uh, the first thing I noticed wasn't the lovely Americana gazebo across the street. First thing I noticed was that smell, that smoke smell. I mean, it, speaking of cartoons, when you walk by this restaurant, it's like those old cartoons where you see these scent fingers going through the air, and they hook you by the nose, and they pull you in. <laughs> That's, That's what, what it's it like walking by Barbecue mm-hmm. King yeah. in Huntley. It's delicious. Um, well, these are for you because I heard you're a fan of burnt ends. So I love like burnt ends. Nice. All right, so, delicious. So explain, if you will. Yes. I know what burnt ends are, but they're not something you commonly get at restaurants. Most barbecue places sell them till they sell out, and they're kind of hard to get. So what, what are burnt ends? That's how we do it, too. Um, basically, burnt ends are when you take the point from the deckle or the fat cap from the, the flat, two parts of the brisket, we separate them out. You take that fattier part of meat, you re-season it, you put it back on the smoker, and smoke it again. So they're actually double smoked. And what we do for ours is we take ours, and then we season them up, 
and we chop them up and then right before they go out to you they go in the deep fryer for a little crispy crisp and then they come out like that oh dude so, yeah you can tell me how those are <laughs> right on those awesome. don't suck oh my lord Oh, no, you don't. These are off. I'll just go ahead and take this <laughs> right now. <laughs> and then oh there were goodness. three. And then oh, here's ma'am. The, and the secret of a good barbecue place, I know you brought some of your sauces, but the secret is really, does the meat stand on its own? Mm-hmm. And we don't does put any mean? meat on our sauce whatsoever. There's uh, sauce on every single table. If you want to go mm-hmm. ahead and go ahead and destroy that, you can go ahead and put sauce all over it. But we I don't could, put I anything could, out. I could take this bareback anytime. Mm-hmm. This is... Uh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If you guys want sauce, I have sauce in here. Sure. What kind of sauces do you use? Uh, do you, do you I make... never thought that you were going to use the word bareback to describe smoked meats. You can do that because okay. it's all bareback, dude. Well, That's exactly yeah, what it is. I guess it is. I've got a, a, a spicy, an original, a uh, Carolina mustard is what we call it. Yeah, right on. Pretty much that. every single gamut of our sauces. So mm. if you guys want some of that, just let me know and I've got some. Mm. So. Oh, yeah, that's... I'll that's just be back here with the burn ends. Now, I know you can't tell us everything that's in that rub, but that rub is delicious. And those burn ends. Mm-hmm. Give me a hint of what's in there. Um, Let's see. Something that you wouldn't expect that's going to be in there. Um, Italian seasoning. Really? Yeah. There's a little bit of that in there. Not going to lie to you. That is unorthodox. Yeah. Again, so. I'm going to turn on the mood light. All right. Cool. You got it. There you go. Now. Now okay. we've gone Hollywood here. All right, so what do you... What do I want to give you next? Let's oh. see. Oh, this Sorry. is... Okay. Go for it. Dude, don't pass those off. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is our pretzel bomb. This is what we put on... The pretzel bomb. Yes, this is what we put on Food Network in 2013, the first year we did Chicago Rib Fest, when Anthony Anderson was out there doing Eating America. Mm-hmm. So this is basically a pulled pork sandwich with mac and cheese <laughs> on a pretzel bun. This is not gonna suck either. So you can have that, and I'm gonna. Need, you're gonna need some silverware for that. You guys can. Uh, here, you're gonna need. I want to be clear. I'm wearing my. Fat, I'm wearing my fat pants tonight. You better wear your stretchy pants, dude. And then uh, that also, I I did some sides. I did some different sides. That's gonna have uh, um, fried potato salad, and I think oh, does that have. Uh, what's the other side? You get a napkin. There's there there one napkin. That's all you get this evening, James. This is the pretzel yeah. bomb. This is what God here, Barbecue right. King put on the Thanks, terrorist man. watch list several years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's the side? I'm sorry. That is the fried potato salad. That fried potato salad. Oh, it's awesome. Yes. It's, that it's is, yeah. uh, one of my favorite yeah, items. Yep, they all know that. So the story behind this is we take just uh, some <laughs> red rusted potatoes, throw them in a deep fryer, and then you mix it um, while they're warm with a uh, special sauce that we make in-house. It's a buffalo mayonnaise, you know, buffalo sauce mayonnaise base. Oh and then it's God. got your, you know, celery eggs and all your other uh, potato salad elements in that. Oh, here, Eric, I got you another one. There's one here. Wait, there's me. another? Okay, so. Yes. Yeah, no, 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 here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't here. even have to here's fight a, anybody. Here's another one. So you like this. Yes, right. you got that. Good luck and Godspeed. <laughs> Greg, grab your yeah. half. All right, cool. <laughs> you know to do that. And right then on. We got, and that's our sweet slaw in there. That's going to be proud. Oh, this is, I hope there's a napkin back there. I hope there is. Uh, there's Texas toast. That's good enough. I got a pressure yeah, washer like, in the back. That's what? like a barbecue barbecue napkin, right? No, no, Texas toast. That's like a little yeah. uh, cornbread, right? I get, what, what do you, I can't, uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's cornbread. <coughs> yep. That's cornbread. I got cornbread back here with some mac and cheese too, but there's mac and cheese on that one. So you guys can try that as well. well looks like we're frozen. Oh, there we are. So, uh, I do want to thank people for watching. Let's see. Giorgio Reyes, okay. uh, an amazing human being, is watching and we're, we froze up again. Giorgio's watching. Uh, Tyler Wildey. Uh, who runs a fantastic place called Epic Deli is watching. Oh, 
Oh, love that place. Love that place. That place is awesome. Yeah, we were totally frozen. I hope we unfreeze because that's an unflattering look for Eric. That's very bad for Eric. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no, that's better. Okay, I can't actually make this move, so I'm not going to touch anything. Uh, I am going to try the bomb here. Oh, my God. The mac and cheese with the pulled pork. And that mac and cheese got seven different cheeses in it, too, so it's not crap. Seven different cheeses? Seven, maybe eight. I don't know. I can't remember. Is Velveeta one of them? Uh, no. Let the record show, if you're keeping track at home, the mac and cheese drew first blood on my shirt tonight. Oh, you got it. Nice. It, it was bound to happen. <laughs> I wish we could zoom in on that. Oh, well. And I knew better. I put on a shirt that I actually have to iron. I put it on this morning, knowing I'd have to do this tonight. I've been wearing nothing but, like, black t-shirts lately. I put on a dress shirt today. Like some kind of rube. Oh, this is delicious. Holy God. That's going to be at Rib Fest. Again, it's been there every year since 2013. So, so I guess the question is, why, why, as the spokesperson for Rib Fest, why would you allow anyone else but Barbecue King to be part of Rib Fest? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a, a ton of amazing food. We have uh, 13 providers doing ribs, uh, food vendors doing ribs this year. And then we've got another... Uh, we've got another 14 uh, food vendors who are doing food besides ribs. So, oh, you have bar- like you have like vegan options and gluten-free options, right? Yeah, we do, and people can check out more uh, about what the exact menu items are on the website, which is ribbest-chicago.com. Um, yeah, so much food. Uh, one of uh, <clears throat> one of the things that we offer is a uh, every food vendor has to uh, sample, and so they do a three-bone sampler. And um, three bone sampler, uh, three bone sampler. And uh, so we do offer people the opportunity to go to each of the rib vendors and then uh, sample each of the ribs um, and uh, then vote for the people's choice best ribs, uh, which will announce uh, Sunday night at nine o'clock before the headlining band. Now, last time I went to Rib Fest, it was either last year or the year before. I remember sleeping really well the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. I think uh, I mean, I've been involved with Rib Fest since 2006 and typically i don't need to eat for at least two days afterwards <laughs> oh yeah it's true that's why i don't eat a lot of this i just can't do it uh, yeah. I, I really like the, i really like the pulled pork on the bomb what i find at a lot of barbecue places pulled pork should be so easy but a lot of places it's kind of bland and flavorless mm-hmm. lots of flavor going on here in your pork this is great awesome do you know how many pretzel bombs you sold last year i saw them everywhere mm. I want to say uh, it was at least 1,500. Oh, my Lord. And that's the other reason. I'll I'll comment on why they can't only have us because you guys put so many freaking people through there, okay? I couldn't serve everybody food, so I need those other people to help me. So um, We we should say where Ribfest is. We should, yeah. It's uh, it's, uh, in the North Center neighborhood uh, up on the north side of Chicago. It's uh, on Lincoln Avenue at Irving Park and Damon, so 4,000 North Lincoln. Um, is the address that you can plug into your plug into your Google Maps? And I should mention, as we're eating Barbecue King food, uh, this is one of two Barbecue King locations. It's correct. There's a whole kingdom uh, for Barbecue King. There's a kingdom in McHenry County right now. Yes, there is. There's uh, one in Woodstock. It's uh, 125 East Calhoun Street, um, right off the historic Woodstock Square. Uh, that was our first one. We opened up over seven years ago. The one in Huntley here is in downtown Huntley, uh, 11706 Coral Street which um, we just opened in November of 18. So oh, okay, so this is new. It looks, this is a new one. It's a brand new building. It looks new. Mm-hmm. It, lo- it looks clean. Yep. And i got to say, we're here on Wednesday night? Yes, today, today is Wednesday. Is Wednesday. Okay, I, I'm yeah. so disoriented. Uh, Wednesday night, 
lots of lots of people shuffling in and out of there on a Wednesday night. Sleepy little weekday night. Lots of people coming in for their barbecue. That's how it is. Why wouldn't they though? <laughs> I mean, all right. So it, how do you how do you properly prepare yourself? For going to rib fest is it like a 24-hour <laughs> fast ahead of time because to me like i just skip breakfast and i feel like mm-hmm. maybe i'm <laughs> like selling myself short so I, I don't know dude i'll give you i'll give you a funny story the first time we did it well the first time they wanted me to do it was in 2012 and i couldn't do it i'm like i'm just not ready we just opened the restaurant They're like okay we'll hit us up next year so they come next year i was prepared i'm gonna do it so i start calling around we stayed up, and this is a true story, true story. We were up for 48 hours straight at our first, getting ready for our first rib fest. We now, usually what we do is we set up real early, like 5 in the morning on a Friday, and then we serve that night. So that's pretty much the mm-hmm. standard. We've done that for the last you know few years, and it's, it's pretty easy for us. The first year, we did that, but we were up Thursday, so we stayed up all the way Thursday, all the way until Friday, and then didn't go to bed till like Saturday morning at like 3 a.m. because when we finished and broke everything down – you don't know. I mean, now I've got an idea. I've got numbers. I've got things like that. But the first time you do something, it's all a complete For guess sure. on how much stuff to bring. All right. I, I'm going to show the fried potato salad. I also took a bite. You can work around my where I put my fork in there. Awesome. Thank you. I also want to showcase more of your food because I'm using a loaner phone tonight to do the uh, Facebook Live. <laughs> and apparently the battery uh, goes pretty quickly on this phone. I've somehow dropped like 40%, so we've got like 15% battery left, so I want to make sure we showcase more of your stuff All before right. we lose everybody. Here's a brisket cheesesteak. That's going to be down there at Rib Fest as well. That's a brisket sandwich with uh, grilled peppers and onions with provolone cheese. That's our version of a Philly cheesesteak, but it doesn't have the disgusting yellow cheese on it that's super salty and makes you want to vomit when you eat it. Oh. Really good. <laughs> so. That looks good. <laughs> awesome. This looks stupid. Uh, by the way, just had that mouthful of potato salad. A little bit of heat in there. A little bit. That's the. It's like a, it's a buffalo base sauce. So absolutely. Wow. So we've got. But very that. flavorful. Yes. Now here is because uh, I, I know I filled you guys up on all the carbs and everything. Here's just a platter of meat for you. So here's just sliced brisket, <laughs> nice. sausage, and some pulled pork. That's awesome. That's all gonna be down there as well. So tell me again, why are That's we all fat in Chicago? Too. This is why. Here's I can't figure it out for the life of me. Mm-hmm. You Okay, this is it. Here's the bucket of meat. Oh, look at the sausage. Tell me about the sausage. Sausage is a uh, spicy Polish. It's smoked like everything else, um, and it's uh, pre-done by one of our manufacturers based off our specs and recipes, and what you see is what you get. It's delicious. We do it two different ways. We slice it, put it on a griddle, and heat it up. The other way that we do it is uh, we throw it in the deep fryer when we do a meat madness just to kind of... Had a little There's definitely heat on this. Oh yeah, absolutely. People love it though. It's not. I mean, it's it's good, but it's not. It's not like burn your face off heat. Well, and also, you know, going back to the Italian seasoning you mentioned in the rub, there's a surprising something in this sausage, flavor-wise, in a good way. Yes. I know you probably can't tell me. No, I can't. That one I can't tell you. <laughs> Eric, eat this. <laughs> Dude, Mister, I work 12 hours. What are you talking about? Let's go. Come on, tough guy. Yeah. Eat some sausage. Oh my right god. On. Okay, and then here is a half slab of St. Louis ribs. Those are going to be how, how deep is that bag back there? I'm done. That's it. Okay. Well, I got some other stuff for you, but you could take that home, but we got the showcased elements that we need. Oops, sorry. Oh man, so, that sausage is spicy. So, yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it? Oh yeah. The sausage is one of the ones. I still like that one. That one's really good. Oh, that's dynamite. Oh, Holy yeah. cow. Well, we're here to promote Rib Fest and by god, here come the ribs. Oh yeah. Yes. And on that note, I am going to shut down the Facebook Live and keep the podcast recording, which you'll be able to hear soon at carcoincarney.com, only because we have 10% battery left. What the hell? 
Uh, I want to thank Paul for watching, Tyler, who I mentioned, Giorgio Reyes, Ian for watching, Santi Santiago, Kelly for watching, Chef Ben Randall, Blair, Stephanie, thank you all for watching tonight. Much appreciated. Uh, again, the full podcast edited and produced uh, will be on Carcon Carne. Dot com Carcon Carney presented by the Audubon Massa of Evanston. Go you to the Chicago Rib Fest. Thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth. Right? No. Fourteenth, fifteenth, Father's 16th. Day weekend. Soon. Father's Day weekend. Father's Much. Day weekend. It's Father's Day weekend. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Bring Sunday. Dad Absolutely. For the smoked meats. Also, thank you to Katie for watching. All right. So this will continue. Thank you. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everybody. Oh, hashtag handsome devils. <laughs> <laughs> right on. All right. We need um, to figure out the yeah, we, this I, rib situation. <laughs> I got, look I got at, look three at boxes on top of me. Okay, hold on here. I'll take this one for you, buddy. I got this one for you. All right, there you go. Are there wet naps in that bag? I can get you some out of the restaurant. Okay. Because once once you start cranking up in the ribs. Oh, man. So how long do the ribs smoke for? Uh, it depends on you know how full we are or whatever, but um, anywhere from two and a half to three hours. That's what we do. That seems quick. It is quick. It's the quickest thing we do. That and chick, actually chicken is. Chicken's the quickest. Chicken's like an hour, hour and a half. But uh, ribs, yeah, two and a half, three hours. Um, that's at least on the smoker, and then the rest of the process is maybe another half hour, 40 minutes. But they're definitely done in under five hours. So Now, I'm sure your chicken is delicious, but mm -hmm. isn't ordering chicken at a barbecue place kind of a rookie move? It's like sacrilegious, but dude, <laughs> I'm telling you, you have no idea how much chicken we sell. It's ungodly. Really? I'm wow. telling you 100%. It's, we sell so much. It, it, it actually amazes me. Um, we sell a lot of, um, people go from our brisket to our chicken and our half chickens. We do them, we have our rub, we smoke them. And then again, we whack them in the fryer so we can crisp up that skin and people mm -hmm. will come in here and eat it twice a week. I mean, I had a lady, she came from Lake Forest every Sunday for our special. And get out. To come and oh get God. it. Cause we really? will do like, uh, we'll do a $10 half trip. chicken special, half chicken, two sides and a drink for 10 bucks. She'd come and just order bags of them and take them back. Uh, she loved it that this much. This podcast will never stop. My fingers are too covered in sauce and everything else to actually push the stop button. So suck it up. We're here all night. Marathon session. We've got session. enough food to survive. Yeah, we're definitely all right. So with RibFest, there are awards. Like this, mm -hmm. this is a thing. Like oh, yeah. a, there are judges. and mm -hmm. So yep. how many people, yeah. how many rib, rib producers or smokers are participating every year? Yeah. Um, uh, we uh, have found that for the best guest experience, uh, somewhere between 12 and 15. So we've got, uh, I think we got 13 uh, lined up for this year. Um, and then we do have, so we have three contests. Um, uh, so we have two best rib contests. And one is the uh, people's choice. So people can go around and sample the ribs and then um, uh, deposit their ballot. Um, and then we also, on Sunday afternoon, uh, starting at uh, about 5.30, we have a celebrity judge uh, competition. And um, so that happens down in front of our Bud Light South Stage, uh, down by Lincoln and Irving Park. And it goes for about 45 minutes, and our judges do a blind uh, taste testing. Um, the ribs are served without sauce, as they should mm -hmm. be. Sauce on the side, rather, so it's available. Um, and then the judges do a... Um, they. Uh, they yes. mark everything up and then wet nap delivery oh, right nice. to the car. Look at this. Oh, Sorry, what a that's oh, what I'm talking about, dude. Right that on. is probably the can't see. That, got, was my, got, that was my that was my media guy hooking us up. The window. Yeah, call him back Jason's over here. Jason's brand new employee. And, now he can hear you. Oh He's man, looking at you. get him back over here. I want to kiss him hard on the mouth. Thank you. <laughs> That, that's him, dude. <laughs> so we tally up the votes I'm then on Sunday here. night, and we announce uh, we announce the best ribs 
the People's Choice and Celebrity Judging uh, Best Ribs before our uh, 9 o'clock headliner on Sunday night, which is uh, Post Animal this year. So Post Animal's from? Uh, they're from Chicago. And then uh, you have one of my favorite Chicago bands, Fort Francis, is playing. Yes. Yeah, that's right. They are. Um, they, uh, you know, uh, and they were on your podcast recently, weren't they? They certainly were. And they were a, a delight to hang out with. Yeah, I, uh, I actually started listening to them on uh, um, after hearing your podcast. They're really great. Yeah, that's great. Totally cool. Yeah, Ribfest uh, is um, Ribfest uh, does not bring in any cover bands. We are uh, exclusively original and always have been. Bless you. Yes. So we're uh, that is. For sure, one of our claim to fames, and in the very crowded uh, Chicago festival music market, we do uh, try and make sure that we get that word out there very kind of, very explicitly that Ribfest is, there's no cover music here. So people are like, I've never heard of any of these bands. Like, Which well, is great. And you need to yeah. come and listen to these people, because these are the up-and-comers, for sure. Uh-huh. Without a doubt. So yeah, nice job on the booking. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're, uh, yeah, we're super excited about this year's lineup. Uh Big headliners, we've got uh, Post Animal, uh, San Cisco is another one that we're super excited about. Uh, Chris Stone Kingfish Ingram is going to come rock some blues out. Good. Um, I've been listening to a ton of his music. That's awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, let's see, we've got uh, The Dip. Um, oh, man. Uh, you can find out we've got 21 performances all weekend long. We do run, uh, so the festival hours are 5 to 10 on Friday, and then noon to 10 Saturday and Sunday. Um, and you can find out the whole lineup on ribfest-chicago.com or our very busy Facebook page as well. You know, for for some festivals, I would say that Father's Day is high risk for a street festival. This is a festival that is made for Father's Day. Mm. This is a festival mm. that dads want to go to. Yeah, I just want to spend the day outside listening to music, eating ribs. That, yep. that, that, and, and drinking beer. Let's not forget about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and you have no shortage of that going on. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Um, yeah, the beer will flow cold and uh, all all weekend long. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is actually, Ripfest has not been on Father's Day weekend. Um, it started off on Father's Day weekend all the way back in, like, 1999. Um, and then over the years, they moved it away, and it was uh, traditionally kind of the second weekend in June. But because of the way the weekends fell um, and looking at some other things, the committee decided on exactly what you just said, James, was that Father's Day, ribs, barbecue, drinking beer, great music, just made a ton of sense. Yeah. No need to fire up the grill or the smoker. It's a brilliant Let the pros do it for you. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. So we're super excited about it. We've done other fests in the past, and they've done really well. This one I was excited to this year. You know, we do it every year, and I was really excited when it was on Father's Day because it was a place that I'd like to be, and guess what? I'm going to be there anyway, so I might as well uh, have a holiday so I can bring my kids down as well, or a holiday, our day. You know what? It is a freaking holiday. It's our freaking day. Yeah, It is. That's right. It is. That's right. Yeah. And uh, in addition to Barbecue King, it's only fair that we reference, uh, there's so many other restaurants, as you kind of mentioned, City Barbecue, Famous Dave's, Fireside Restaurant, uh, Real Urban Barbecue is out there, Wrigley Barbecue, Byron's Hot Dogs, if you're looking for uh, an alternative to barbecue, but something authentically Chicago. I mean, the list goes on and on. Again, it's all on your website if you want to scope it out or just just show up. Just show up that weekend. Maybe, Maybe meet a mate. While you're there, it's a very social thing. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's the best part of going to these things is just getting out with your neighbors and or meeting up with friends. Well, and there's something, you know, you mentioned like the three-bone samplers and stuff like that. There's a social aspect to, to the meat. Like, oh, have you tried mm-hmm. Barbecue right. King? Have you tried whatever? Oh, it's awesome. And then you just kind of And people will ask us too, and we'll tell them, hey, go try this guy, go try that guy. And they all kind of get on their favorites, like Cubs versus Sox. 
<laughs> Same difference. It's like, right. I like this, I like that. Okay, cool. There's one group of people that have come to uh, about four or five people who come to Ribfest every year in white T-shirts. Yes. And then they do barbecue sauce handprints like, <laughs> from like every that. place that they eat I'm with. telling you, you guys, listen up. It's the best <laughs> idea ever. I give everybody a high five. Wear a white T-shirt. Because nobody wants to give you napkins because they cost money and you take too many of them. So wear a white T-shirt and then take it off and throw it out and then put your regular shirt on when you're done eating. I'm, you're going to thank me later. That Trust is the bottom this. line from a restaurateur right, right there. <laughs> right on. Absolutely. That is the bottom line. Uh, my pro yep. move, I, I do the cargo shorts and I stuff like the, the Huggies uh, diaper wipes Yes, in the nice. pocket. Those are good. Okay, I'm stealing that move from you, James. Besides it, that or that's, that's the pro move. Really now, on a related note. Apparently, cargo shorts are not okay anymore. No, you can wear them. We're just old. I think I think we're of the age where it just doesn't matter anymore. If, it, <laughs> if, it's, right, util- if it's utility, mm-hmm. if it works for you, you should just go ahead and rock it out. But yes, I, I have added the non-cargo short to my wardrobe just because... Sometimes you feel just weird wearing them out. It's just practical. Feel it's old. just practical. I don't want to feel old all the time. I still you look feel old, young. dude. Oh, there's a guy walking it. down the street right, right now, right here in Huntley, wearing his cargos, and he do- he doesn't give a fuck. He is nope. wearing the cargo nope. shorts. Nope. He is proud, and bless you, sir. You're an inspiration to us all. But, I mean, first they took away our, our jorts. They won't let us wear jean shorts anymore. They being the, the fashionistas. Now they take away our cargo shorts. I have so little left to cling to. I don't want to buy new clothes. Eh, the shorts was kind of a good move, I think. I think so, too, because you know what? I didn't get the experience of that, and that was illegal in every way. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> those are not. I don't think I'd ever wear those if they were cool ever again. Sorry. How about, no. Like painter's shorts with the like the little hook for a hammer. That's like carpenter's. That's like cargo shorts. It's yeah. the same thing. Carpenter pants used to wear those because I had a pl- place for my phone. See? I liked it. It was See, practical. It. Women have it so well, they can carry a purse and not be judged. We don't have a purse. We just have pockets, and they look silly when they're overstuffed. Uh, women, when they're feeling bloaty, they can throw on some spanks. We don't have spanks. There are a lot of things that we don't get to enjoy that make life easier. Yes, but we could wear spanks. I believe they do make a male version of it. Man spanks? I don't know how I know this. I've just seen it on the internet. That's well, the you're only reason I know. You're a media personality. It's your job to know what's going on in the world. Yeah, th- there you go. That's, Again, listen to Eric on 101 WKQX every Saturday night and elsewhere. throughout Sunday afternoons. Sunday afternoons? Uh, occasionally, uh, Monday through Friday uh, stint when you know the regular people are off. They, they like to call me and have me fill in and do the alternative music. So, yeah. Do the alternative music. That's that's what I do. What time is that usually? Um, 7 to uh, 11 on Saturday nights and 3 to 7 on Sunday No, but what about when you fill in like on Monday oh, through? He's all across. Oh, oh, I, oh I've, uh, yeah, I do everything pretty much. So people are actually listening to you then? Pretty much. People wow, know dude, you're a big is. deal. Nice. Look at this guy. <laughs> I'm busting his nuts, guys, because I know this guy way back. So there's some history there. So I could do that. <laughs> Jason and I went to high school together. Yes. Jason and I played football together. Uh huh. All right. So, so that's a fair starting point. Jason, what was Eric like in high school? Pretty much like he is now, bald, ugly, and tall. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapped it up for I, you there. So Eric, <laughs> besides ball buster, what was Jason like in high school? <laughs> You're looking at it just a little less gray. Yep. So, yeah, pretty well, right. Well, Jason, when did you learn to smoke, or when did you realize, oh, I'm good at this, I want to open up a place? Um, I was probably, let's see, I think like 2004, I had a charcoal distribution company, um, and the first thing I cooked, I'm like, you know what, this product is really good. So I, I was uh, selling charcoal to all the 
Brazilian Trascarias in uh, the Chicagoland area. So I was like the Brazilian Mafia charcoal guy. And they needed charcoal, they called me. Um, and I'm like, this product is really good. The food that they were cooking was very, very good. Yeah. So I decided, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to try this. I think it'll be good. So I bought like a little char griller side smoker, got some beef ribs, cooked them. They were freaking terrible. I ate them out of principle. They were, oh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I ruined them. Like they were awful. I mean, they were nothing all this like work. what you guys are eating right yes. now. And it just kind of log, you know, just kind of rolled from there. My mom was a really good cook. Um, just kind of had a passion for food. Never, never went to culinary school. Never worked in a restaurant. I worked at McDonald's for two weeks, and I worked at a, a Bullville Golf Club, Eric, for a week. Right. And and okay. you know what I mean. And that was it. I mean, I like. I had no clue what I was doing. I would just put shit together, and people were like that tastes awesome. I'm like, cool, because I have no idea how I did it. So. That's, See, how, that's how you, it started. You came by it honestly. You've kind of found your you found your niche, right? Hundred percent. I love that, and I think that's not an uncommon story with barbecue restaurateurs. I think uh, Barry Sorkin of Smoke, similar thing. Like I don't think he went to culinary school. I think he no. Just, those guys were all uh, white collar IT guys. I think. Yeah, I, I think Barry was like a backyard barbecue guy, and he. Just, I think that's how they started. Yeah, which I, I love, and it. Mm-hmm. What I love about barbecue is. It does seem like equal parts art and science in cooking. It is. Like the the vent control and that stuff, mm-hmm. that seems very science. But the art of the rub and injecting meat and that stuff, it, that's that's like... That's super true because my guys now with opening this place, that's why I've been here so much. Uh, it's only you know, seven months old. They tell me, well, what temperature do we pull the meat? I'm like, dude, you cannot do that. I'm like, here, watch. And I take the thermometer. Like, well, you know when it's done. I go, yeah, but am I looking at the thermometer? No. I just know how it goes in, or you know how you squish it, or how you feel it. I can't teach that to people. Yeah. And you can't. You can read books. You can take classes. You can go online. You can watch video. The bottom line is, for anybody that's aspiring to be a great smoker or a great uh, barbecue guy, is you're just gonna have to freaking do it and screw shit up. And then when you figure it out, make sure you take a lot of notes because then you look back at those notes and, and do it. <laughs> that's, that's it. A, it's the art it's and all science. It is. It's the only mm-hmm. you can only. That's the only way to do it. You can't you do can't go by. Oh well, I'm going to pull it at this temperature because guess what? If you're outside and it all of a sudden drops 15 degrees overnight, guess what? You just added probably 30, 40 minutes to your cook time, not even knowing it. But people don't think about that. The thing about smoking, I have my Weber Smoky Mountain uh, smoker at home. It's that leap of faith. It's mm-hmm. just letting shit cook and don't look at it don't open it up walk everybody away. wants to open it up everyone. I'm going to open and look at it why it's still there uh-huh. it didn't change I want to see the bark yeah it's trust me it's not there it's only been smoking like an hour my guys tell me all the time what do I do I go close it I go I almost want to put a timed lock on the smokers inside because they always want to I'm serious they always want to open them up and look and I'm like what are you going to look at well I want to see how the smoke is go look outside at the smokestack I go every time you open it up you're adding time to it right I go it's still freaking there I go how about you do this open it up and it's going to go oh look at that like the and then like the holy grail symbol is going to come out when all everything's done perfectly if you leave it closed that's right you'll hear the angels sing exactly the angels will sing when you open it and it's done right All right, so gentlemen uh, in conclusion the 21st annual Rib Fest is June 14th through 16th, Father's Day weekend. Uh, this place we're at, Barbecue King Smokehouse, it's in Huntley, it's in Woodstock. It's awesome. I, I, one you. of the things I'm most excited about right now in the short term is stopping the podcast so we can finish all the food you brought in the car. Dude, if you finish all this food, you're not going to go home because you're going to pass out. But I, you're more than welcome to talk I've, I've done some amazing things <laughs> in the name of this podcast. <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. I think yeah. James is up to it. So. <laughs> it's a good uh, thing I'm close. This man likes his food. I don't know if you know. Uh, Brad Ball, spokesperson for the Chicago Rib Fest. Thank you for hooking this up, and thank you. You're doing God's work uh, on Father's Day weekend. 
bringing smoked meats to the masses. Yeah, thanks very much for uh, having us on the podcast. A great opportunity. Love uh, Barbecue King. There's a ton of amazing food. We're going to have some great music. Uh, check us out. Uh, plug the web- website one more time, mm-hmm. ripfest-chicago.com. Uh, 14th, 15th, and 16th, we will be there and want to see you too. And if people are looking for you at the Ripfest, you're the guy who looks busy. Uh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> and Eric, we mentioned... Uh, Saturdays and Sundays, for sure, we can hear you on 101 WKQX, and it's always a delight to hear you during the week when you pop up, which oh, seems you. more frequently than ever. Yeah, well, you know, people like to take vacations, so, you know, it's it's nice to, to be able to step in and, and, and do the fun stuff, which is just to, to play music and have a good time, so. All right, everybody, thank you. This I, We should do this every week, just the four of us. Uh, Sounds like fun. Are you kidding me? My waistline wouldn't survive this. You guys wouldn't. I would be fine because I don't eat, so I'm good. <laughs> as long as we did my restaurant. If we did other ones, though, I'd be screwed. I, I, threatened, I, I threatened Brad that we'd be best friends when this was all over. Uh, Carcon Carne, this is presented by the Autobarn Mazda of Evanston.